Hey everyone, it's Jordan Angeli back with a bonus camp update edition of the U.S. Soccer Podcast. Today we're checking in with the U.S. men's national team from across the pond as they prepare to take on Wales in Swansea. This is the first time since January camp that the U.S. men have been back together and in fact, the first time in over a year that many of the European-based players have been back with the team. Head coach Greg Berhalter talked about how he and his staff have adapted to the challenges of a COVID environment and also stayed in contact with the player pool over the layoff. It was complicated, right? I didn't select, you know, we do have one U.S. player in camp, Sebastian Leggett, and and we purposely didn't bring players from the U.S. due to the Major League Soccer playoffs, you know, so that that was a different a different issue. But, you know, I can certainly understand concerns. And, and what I'd say here is that every precaution is being taken. And when you look at the environment we're in here, you know, a very secure bubble, there's testing every other day. You know, there, there's pods that the players are put into that, the, you know, they're not supposed to have close interaction with other players. You know, they're, we're doing everything we possibly can. Our medical team um, w- was amazing setting up all the protocols. And so, you know, I can understand concerns. And what I can tell you is that at least from, from our side of it, you know, the players are in good hands. And, um, you know, this is something that I believe that we we need to we need to push through. We need to push through in a safe way because I think um, you know it's it's about getting some control back. It's about getting international soccer back. You know we haven't played since last February, and you know we, we need to get back on the field. And you know I can imagine all that the guys have went through in the last ten months of, of returning to play, returning to play in, in, in a safe environment. You know, trying to trying to foster relationships with social distancing, try to hold hold um, hold meetings with social distancing. So it's all been a challenge, and that, and that's something we're getting used to. We're all embracing the challenge as a staff, and um, you know, new things are popping up every single day, and, and that's been fun to have to deal with. But overall, you know, we've had one one set one real session um, with eleven players. Um, tomorrow we'll have a, a, a bigger session. All the rest of the guys will be here. We'll be tested. We'll, we'll be out of their uh, isolation, and we'll have the whole group together. So the odd thing about it is, you know, we'll, we'll be having a welcome meeting tomorrow, and we've been together for two and a half days. So that's the odd part of um, COVID that we're all dealing with. Another thing that is unique about this camp is the composition of the roster. Some names are very familiar to U.S. fans and have experience on the international stage. Tim Ream, John Brooks, Christian Pulisic, along with many newcomers who are getting their first taste of a senior national team camp. This camp is being used as a way to incorporate all those different pieces together. When we have our core together, I think it's a, it's a team that's made progress. I think now is a great time, um, you know, to look at some some new players, to look at some some of the younger guys who've been doing a great job um, with their club teams, and so that's what you, we're using this camp for. You know, the team is something I think about also in this game. It's going to be you know probably six or seven guys that are on the field for the first time playing together. So it will be a new experience. But I think when you when you look at the core and the players we were able to influence over this last 18 months, you know, that's definitely a group that that is up to speed. You know, and that and that's why we're doing a lot of this work now, um, you know, identifying players, giving players an opportunity, bringing them into our um, camp, getting that experience. It's, it's really important um, when you think about qualifying. You know, we're we're confident with the fact that we have top top level medical and, and sports science teams that can give us any any possible advantage um, that there is. 
in these short turnarounds, but it's going to be a grind and it's going to affect all the teams. And that's why we need the pool as deep as possible. And we need guys to get this experience because playing in World Cup games, you know, is a different, a different um, proposition. But now it's about doing it on the field. And now it's about the young players taking advantage of this opportunity. Um, you know, and, and that's what's most important to me about this. You know, I have a lot of hope for this group of players. I, I believe in this group of players. And I think that as they continue to gain experience, both with their clubs and country, they're going to continue to grow and be fantastic players. But we can't get ahead of ourselves. We have to realize that there's, there's 10 players in camp that are in the full national team for the first time. And, and it's going to take developing. There's no question about that. You know, together with Tim Ream and Zach Steffen, they represent the leadership council of this team uh, in this camp. And they've been very influential guys in, in the team. And, um, you know, what we're looking for from them is to share the experiences with the guys. You know, we want to give these young players uh, an experience of being on the, the senior national team. We think that's very important. And, you know, the culture starts with the, with the players. Um, you know, the, the culture lives with the players. And I think it's really important that they're able to, to come into this environment and see how we operate and see how we work. Um, you know, uh, we're looking at this as a long-term view. You know, some of these players that are in camp, we may not see for a while. And they may take the process of going through, you know, other national teams that we have. But, you know, it's really important for us to connect these national teams together and, and give players opportunity when they deserve it. We talked to Tyler Adams earlier this year on the U.S. Soccer Podcast about being out of the national team due to injury for the amount of time that he has been, but also how he really desires to be a top leader on this team and captain them for years to come. Greg Berhalter speaks now about his conversations with Tyler over his time away from the U.S. men's national team and Tyler's importance with this group now and in the future. Tyler's a very, very intelligent player, very dynamic player. You know, I think he's got a lot of, of poise for a person his age and a player his age, and it, it's really fun to work with him. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, we've had, me and Tyler have had a ton of conversations over this last year, and I'm, I'm glad that now we're having conversations in person because I know he can be an important member of this team. You know, in terms of how we play the game and how we use the number six, I have, I have no doubt that he can, he can learn it. I have no doubt that he has the ability to do it. But he also gives you flexibility because of his mobility. He, you know, he can play wide. He can play in, in a higher position. You know, so to me, he gives you he gives a coach a lot of um, a lot of opportunity. All right, you heard from Greg Berhalter about Tyler, but for Tyler, it's really been a monumental year in Champions League for him, and now he's set to make his return two games with the U.S. Men's National Team. Tyler now talks about various aspects of his life over the last few months, but also about how he is present now for this camp and excited about what's to come in the future for the U.S. men's national team. Yeah, first, uh, one of excitement. It's really good to obviously um, be back in camp. Um, a lot of familiar faces, a young, energetic group. Um, but yeah, different circumstances than when I was last in camp, obviously with the pandemic going on. Um, but it's really good to get, get the group back together and continue our progress. Um, for us with such a young group, um, we have to set realistic expectations for ourselves. Um, a lot of guys coming into the group for the first time, not having, you know, any international experience. If so, um, only in the, the youth national teams, um, some 
players representing us for the first time, which will be obviously really exciting to see them um, in our colors and, and what they're able to offer. Um, but moving forward, we obviously need to progress day by day. Um, it's difficult when you have guys that played yesterday, um, they'll only train twice before you know the first friendly, um, and then we won't be able to train that much time in between this friendly and the next one. So um, for myself, with a, with a lot of young guys, um, we're going to have to really take as much information in as possible. And, you know, Greg and the coaching staff have, you know, already done a good enough job with, you know, giving us iPads, you know, breaking down video with us, um, having individual meetings um, to go over, you know, what he's looking to accomplish from us throughout this camp. Um, and there are realistic expectations. If we can, you know, develop the right way in this first game and then move on to the Panama game um, and continue to take another step forward, that's all you can really ask for, um, you know, with the, with how the schedule looks moving forward and, and what competitive games we have, we know that we have to progress rather quickly because, you know, a lot of the guys in this group that are here, you know, can play such a key factor moving forward. Yeah, it's it's been very difficult. Um, obviously, as a footballer, you can't really ever complain about your life or scheduling. Um, but when something comes along of, of this circumstance, you don't really understand how much it really impacts you until, you know, it quite happens. So, um, you know, for myself, I, I got myself in a really good groove and I was fit. And then obviously COVID happened. And then, you know, you, you come back into preseason and you're feeling good. And then we have a little bit more of an offseason that we're given because of, you know, Champions League. Um, and then you get back in the swing of things again and you have more games. And in such a congested schedule, there's a lot of rotation in the team. So it's been a lot of not or stop and go for a lot of different players. Um, even as you're seeing in the Premier League now with how many injuries you're going, things like that impact you and, and obviously the consistency that you're able to have. So, you know, having the opportunity to come into a national ca team camp um, is good, not only to see some familiar faces, um, but also step out of the groove of, you know, what was going on, it feels like, because I was with my club for such a long time and in Germany um, throughout, you know, all of COVID now. Um, so being able to to be around some of my friends again and, um, and you know, step back into the to the U.S. crest is, is a good feeling um, mentally and obviously, you know, physically to, to play more games with the national team. Yeah, no, the conversations with Greg have been really good, um, whether it's been throughout COVID or, you know, when I was dealing with an injury, um, you know, almost a year ago now when we, everyone was going through the Gold Cup process. Um, he's really helped me through a lot of different things, a lot of different variables. We've talked football and, you know, what my role in the team will be like. Um, I think as I've I've established myself in Leipzig as a number six. Um, you know, his eyes have also leaned towards, you know, me being a, a number six in this team as well and bringing my qualities and what I have to offer in this team. And I think that, you know, he's also been able to help me think about the game in a different way as well. And, you know, um, he has a similar style to, to the way Julian Nagelsmann plays. So my development under under Julian has um, allowed me to, to make the understanding of my game evolve here as well. So um, that's been really good. You know, he has a lot of bright ideas and, you know, I'm just hoping we can now implement them in the game scenarios and just continue to progress. Yeah, I mean, I would say everyone's quite behind because we've had eight months off to a pandemic. But um, other than that, uh, it's just about coming in and taking as much information in as possible, because like I said earlier, um, with such limited training, you don't have the opportunity to have repetition. Um, so the best footballers obviously have to be able to, to mentally um, have a large capacity of information, um, withheld that and then, you know, move on. So I think that with these few games that we now have, um, it's a huge opportunity for us. That's going to be our repetition. Mostly we just had our, our last arrival today. So, you know, if he's in training tomorrow, probably not because he just played a 
game. So that means, you know, one day of training really be before the game. Um, it's, it's really limited time. So, um, for all of us, it's just about finding the best way to get on the same page, ironing out the details. Um, and overall those will take times and we have to trust the process, but Greg has an idea and, and we're going to stick with it and continue to implement it. Although there's there's a young group, we have um, players that have many caps and have good experiences. Um, you know, whether it's myself, Weston, Christian Pulisic, uh, Tim Ream, Zach Steffen, we've all been in you know the group enough times to to understand you know the expectations of what we want to achieve. Um, you know, whether it's from a leadership perspective or not, um, we're willing to tell one another what we need to do to get better. Um, constructive criticism. Um, and obviously, you know, coming from the coaching staff, they put, you know, the pressure on us to, to push one another to get better. Within that process, you know, I'm one of those players that's willing to do whatever to, to obviously help the team in that time and moment. You know, Greg's idea, I mean, when we played Ecuador, we, we won the match, right? So um, at the end of the day, it was a tactical variation that he used that um, was to break down the opponent. Who knows? We still could use that in the future. There's going to be different games where players are needed in different areas of the field in order to break down teams. So, um, you know, maybe I won't always play the same position. Maybe Christian will play a number 10 one game out wide the next game um, and other players vice versa. So, um, you know, for myself, it's just continuing to to understand the, the roles that I could play. Um, obviously, I'm very comfortable in a, in a central position, in a sixth position, and I've played that a lot recently for um, Leipzig as well. But, you know, coaches see different things and different ideas and um, you just have to be willing to trust them in, in that process. And obviously, at the end of the day, it's about going out there and, and doing your job and performing. So, you know, whether I'm in a, in a different position or in the center midfield, at the end of the day, I need to go out and perform. This men's national team game against Wales will be the first match for any of the U.S. national teams since March. And obviously, much has changed in the world since then. Will Tyler and Greg talk about the opportunity the team has to make a statement about more than just soccer in these upcoming matches? We went through a process together with the players. We explained to them, um, you know, steps were taken as an organization, which I think was really important, first of all. But the second thing we did is just listen. And, you know, we listened to some of the great things that our players are doing, and we stand behind them 100%. And, you know, we talked about potential ways to activate in this camp. And we, you know, we wanted to know that we're behind them 100%. And I think that's the important message, a message of support. And, um, you know, we're certainly here to give that. And, you know, I believe this is, um, you know, part of it does come organically from the players. Part of it is, is, um, is player driven. And we're here to support all their efforts. Yeah, obviously, uh, a lot has gone on in, in the, the past few weeks, you know, months in general. Um, for myself, it was a bit of a unique experience because um, not only was this my first opportunity to vote, um, it was my first opportunity to vote while I was living in um, Europe, which brought up a, a whole different type of um, process that I had to go through in order to, to get that through. Um, you know, but, but for us, it's about obviously progressing and, and moving forward. So um, now being able to, to put the crest on again and, and represent my country is, is a huge honor. Um, I want to do that in, in the right way and, and just continue to move forward and represent everyone at home in the right way. There have been internal discussions about that. Um, we're kind of waiting until the the match day to to show everyone um, how we would bring recognition to the situation. Um, so 
Yeah, without giving too much away, we just want to continue to educate the people about you know what's going on and continuing to happen. Um, and like I said, the most important part is to progress and move forward. So um, I think there will be a little something on game day that we do, but the internal discussions have been great within the team of of um, supporting one another, sharing each other's beliefs, um, and and like I said, just educating each other on ideas of you know how people perceive certain situations and what their opinions are on it. Um, and those open, difficult discussions have been really helpful for the team, I would say. All right, everybody, as always, thank you for listening to the U.S. Soccer Podcast. Tune in Thursday, November 12th to watch the U.S. men take on Wales at 2.45 Eastern time. You can catch that match on Fox Sports 1 and Univision and visit ussoccer.com for much more match coverage that day. All right, you guys, that's it for me. We'll talk to you later.